All right. Can you guys hear me okay? Give me a thumbs up if you can hear me. Ryan Taylor. Good to see you, man. Good to see you guys. Coach Burt, I'm actually having lunch right now. So this really is pray drive for lunch. <laughs> I'm here at the lodge doing the Michael Burt School of Speaking, Coaching, and Writing today. And so uh, the attendees are, are at lunch right now. And I told them I had to go down and do some work on pray drive for lunch. So number one, I want to welcome you. And I want to thank you uh, for joining us every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, we do Pray Drive for Lunch at 1230. And the purpose of this is I have a new book coming out called Flip the Switch. And we're going to be posting links for you to pre-order that book. And if you order in bulk, you get certain things. You get to come to live events with me. There's a, there's a lot of perks that come along with uh, when you buy one copy or whether you buy 10 copies. And my whole objective is to is to make this book a Wall Street Journal bestseller by getting it in 10,000 people's hands that first week. So uh, it is my life's work. And it's what we're going to be talking about every Wednesday at 1230. And we're talking about the concept of prey drive. Okay, now this is very important. Prey drive is instinct. It is instinct to pursue. Okay, an animal has a prey drive. Uh, if you have a dog, and that dog, you've seen that dog pursue things. It is because inside that dog is a prey drive. And once that prey drive is activated, no matter how small that dog is, you would not want to be alone in the room with that dog. <laughs> okay. And what I'm saying is I'm, I'm making an argument with this book that humans have a prey drive. Okay, and that prey drive is a is a drive inside of a person to pursue their talent, their potential, deals, opportunity, a better life. Okay, and until that prey drive is activated, nothing happens. How many of you know a person that's incredibly talented but incredibly unmotivated? How many of you know a person that that you know at one point in their life had prey drive, had drive, was pursuing, they got burned out, they got mechanical, and they lost their drive? Okay, this happens to a lot of people, folks. So we've coached people that are earning half a million dollars a month that lost their prey drive. So it's not specific to a number. It's specific to, I man, I just lost some of my fire. I lost some of my mojo. I lost some of my energy. It's happened to me after doing this for 30 years. So, so I know. So one of the things we're going to talk about today, outside of these three activators, or three phases of prey drive, is we're going to talk about how do you reactivate your drive once you've lost it, okay? All right, now I'm going to give you a cycle that all relationships go through, whether it be a marriage, whether it be a relationship, whether it be work. We're going to put it into four buckets. Number one, it all starts with passion. We start off excited, enthusiastic, passion, irresistible belief for motive or action. That's how we start almost anything. Over cycles of time, that passion then becomes a duty. D-U-T-Y. We got to show up. We got to do it. We got right. Over longer cycles of time, it becomes a burden. It's like, man, I got to go do this again. I got to go do this again. And then it comes home to commitment. As I am committed 
to my goals. I'm committed to my potential. Confidence comes from commitment. Confidence is followed by courage. After courage comes new capability. After new capability comes a lot of confidence. But it all starts with commitment. Okay. Every relationship. Okay. I was a basketball coach. I love being a basketball coach. After 10 years of being a coach, I'm like, man, I'm tired. Okay. I just got to show up and do this, man. Then it went like, this is a burden to me. Like, why am I doing this? Then it came home to commitment. Like, okay, I'm committed. I'm committed to moving from A to B. A is my ideal. A is my current situation. B is my ideal picture. And I'm taking steps. And the commitment to my future is greater than my feelings. Okay. My feelings are telling me all kinds of things. I'm tired. I'm fatigued. I'm burned out. My commitment to my B, which is my ideal outcome, overrides my feelings. That's why you always hear me see amateurs listen to their feelings. Professionals do not listen to their feelings. The football player, I guarantee you, does not feel like getting hit on Sunday. Okay? The singer does not always feel like singing the the hit songs. Okay? The motivator doesn't always feel like motivating. But I'm committed to move toward my B. And the commitment brings a courage, and the courage brings a new capacity, and the new capacity brings a new confidence to me. So a lot of people say, I don't have any courage right now. I don't have any, I don't have any confidence right now. No, you don't have any commitment right now. It all starts with commitment, commitment to a bigger future, commitment to moving from A to B. Now, how does this tie into prey drive? If you got small goals, if your B is small, the prey drive is suppressed because your goals don't excite you. They don't reactivate you. So a lot of people set small, very attainable goals. They really don't have to peak up. They don't have to play at a higher frequency and it doesn't excite them, i.e. it doesn't activate the prey drive. Satisfied needs never motivate, only unsatisfied needs. So if you got a good life, you live in a good house, you make good money, what happens is you're going to end up being complacent. And complacency is a gradual settling to a place of mediocrity. You know why? The prey drive is suppressed. You're not going out there to try to get it. You quit doing things that made you successful. You used to prospect, but you don't prospect anymore. You used to follow up seven touches, but you said, man, I'm tired. You you start using excuses when nobody's buying today. The economy's bad. Uh, Nobody's got any money. Everybody's contracting. See, what you start doing is you start obfuscating and you start uh, using excuses to, to justify the results you're getting. It is harder to sell today than it was 30 days ago. It is harder to sell today than it was 90 days ago. But that don't mean we quit selling. That don't mean we quit prospecting. That don't mean we quit following up. It actually means we should prospect more and talk to more people. If I'm going through 100 people and I can't get results, I need to go through 200 people. So what I got to do is I got I to peak up like an athlete peaks up and I got to reactivate that prey drive. And so, so at times in my life when I lost my prey drive, it was typically because I was in mechanical mode and borderline burnout, if not in burnout. And burnout was loss of all joy or passion. How many of you guys have been in burnout before? Okay. My granddad said, if you banana pudding every day for 10 years, you eventually get tired of eating it, no matter how good it is. We got some good banana pudding in Tennessee, folks. So, so here's the deal. The concept is, if I do the same thing every day the same way for long cycles of time, I lose all joy or passion for it. 
See, so he say, well, coach, what do you do when you when you get burned out to reactivate your prey drive? First thing I do is I go get around other people that are doing bigger things than me. I change environments a lot. I work from the lodge. I work from Nashville. I fly to new places. I get around new people. I start a new project. And what that does is it the changing of environments reactivates my prey drive. The getting around new people reactivates my prey drive. So I set big, scary targets. I got a bill a minute ago. They sent it to the wrong person because I bought this place in Nashville. It's about a $7 million project. And the tax assessor sent me a tax bill. <laughs> Listen to this. You're going to laugh at this. For $2,086,000. <laughs> I'm sitting there looking at look, going, I think, I don't think my taxes are $2 million on a $7 million building. Okay. But, but what they've done is they, they assumed I bought the whole building. And the building's worth $164 million. So I got a tax bill for $2 million <laughs> on my property taxes. And, and so here's the deal. Thank God that's not accurate. Uh, but when my prey drive is deactivated, I go set some kind of big goal and big target. And I like operating in 90-day cycles. So I set a big target for 90 days. I'm going to lose 15 pounds. I'm going to get in better shape. I'm going to be in the gym every morning. I'm going to do this. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to start this program. I'm going to fill up this. What that does is it activates a competition in me because competition is an activator of prey drive. Fear of loss is an activator of prey drive. OK, so a trick I play on myself is I wake up in the morning and I tell myself. I'm going to take something that I love. And I'm going to pretend that I got to give it up because I don't hit my goals. So what if I show, went home tonight and I had to tell my wife, we got to sell this lodge because we didn't make enough money in the coaching business. See, that's called mental subtraction. Psychologists call that mental subtraction. You pretend to give up something you love. And what that does is it activates a little bit of fear in you. And the fear is actually, I think, one of the primary activators of prey drive. Fear of losing everything will get you to pick up the phone and make a call. Yes or no? It'll get you to follow up. It'll get you to find another gear. So what I do is I play the mental subtraction game. I get out of my current environment and get around big time people because exposure is an activator of prey drive. How many of you have been to my lodge and your prey drive was activated when you were here? Raise your hand if you've been to the lodge and your prey drive was high. See? It's all the more reason everybody should be coming to the lodge, folks, because you get to the lodge and you think bigger and you're around people doing big things. And that prey drive is activated, which restarts and re-kicks that engine, right? So environment is an activator of prey drive. I was coaching a kid yesterday that's going to uh, West Point. And his dad hired me to coach him uh, because he signed a scholarship to play lacrosse. And he said, I want you to teach my 18-year-old kid about prey drive. And I said, when, when did you play the best game you've ever played? And he said, oh, coach, I played on this day. And I said, what were the conditions? What, were, what was the environment? How much sleep did you get? What was the activator of the prey drive? What environment created for you to play at your best? Let me give an example. I'm at my best when I'm in the gym at 5 a.m. in the morning. Okay. When I roll out of bed, miss my workout, I'm operating but I'm not operating near as good as when I'm up in the mornings. I get some spiritual time in, I get some mental time in, I see my kids for, for a, a, an hour. 
and I listen to something on business. I'm at my best when I go through all four activators of that drive in the morning. Everybody see that? I'm not at my best when I'm not doing those things. So I was asking this kid who's going to West Point, what are the conditions when your prey drive is the highest? What happened that day? What activated your drive? What was the routine you went through? What was the environment? Who was the competitor? What did you fear losing? And you know what he told me? He feared not getting praise from his father. Because it meant a lot to him for him to get praise from his father. He said, man, I, I, I hate playing a game when my dad doesn't think I played the game. He didn't say dad, but he said praise. And I felt like it was from his parents. And so I'm, I'm like, okay, is that an activator of your prey drive to get that attaboy? The goal would be to get the attaboy from yourself, not from other people. To go out and play your best. And at the end of the day, go, man, I laid it on the line. No matter what people think about it. No matter what my dad thinks about it, what anybody thinks about it. So when you think about losing the prey drive, why do we lose the prey drive? We lose the prey drive because we have satisfied needs. We're comfortable. And there's no fight in us. There's no game to play. There's no trophy to win. There's no competitor to play against. And we gen- we, we, we get away from doing things we used to do to win. So how often does, so the kid says to me, how often do we have to activate the prey drive? You know what I said? Every single day. So I want you to remember these. We go to bed tired and we wake up hungry. We go to bed tired and we wake up hungry. Okay. It all goes to zero at midnight. Now, this is a little trick I play on myself. And the trick is you pretend that every morning you wake up with zero. There's zero in the bank account, flat broke, no matter how much is in there. And you tell yourself by five o'clock today, I got to get to a number. It's just a game. And you're trying to get to the number. I fully realize in business, you're going to have days you lose money and days you make money. But by playing a game every day, trying to get to a target, it's like, all right, where are we at today? How we, where we get this? How many calls are we making? Who are we talking to? Who are we following up with? There's a there's an intensity. That's the third phase of prey drive, guys. Intensity. There's activation. There's persistence. There's intensity. And intensity is I got it, man. By five o'clock today, I got to get to this number. My goal is twenty five thousand a day. How do I get to twenty five thousand a day? And twenty five thousand a day, six million a year. Okay. And and you got to set your number, whatever your number is. Okay. And you got to say by five o'clock today. Now, how many calls do I need to make? If Eric was making forty calls, Eric's got his own number for him and his family. And Eric may say, I got to make, I got to make six figures for me and my family. Okay. How many calls do you have to make? If I'm making a hundred and I'm not making any sales, I may have to make 150 or I may have to get better at making a hundred. Okay. I got to increase the intensity. Okay. Because think about this, the lion goes into the jungle every day to hunt. And if the lion don't kill anything, the family don't eat, which is why the line and why, why it all goes to zero at midnight. And a lot of people don't think like that. They think, well, I had a good day yesterday, so I'm going to take it easy today, and I'm going to take off tomorrow. And they're not pursuing. They're not pursuing, okay? So let me give you the five activators of prey drive, and I want you to think about what you can do to reactivate yours. Number one, fear of loss. Fear can activate the prey drive. Some people fear of, fear of embarrassment, fear of failure, fear of rejection, Right? 
So yesterday that kid told me, man, I, I, I hate playing a game and not getting the recognition. Okay. Number two, competition is an activator of prey drive. You need a, you need a game to play. You need a trophy to win, even if it's in the mind. David Goggins talks about winning, having a trophy case in your mind. Okay. Where you, where you set things like this morning, I didn't want to go to the gym guys. I'm flat. I did not want to go, but I've drug my butt out of bed and I went and then it was a little trophy. I won and I felt better and I was ready to attack. Right. Okay. Number three environment is an activator of prey drive. Some of you work in the same environment. You go to the same way to work every day. There's no spontaneity. There's no, there's no change of environments, and that will breed complacency. If you work from home, this is a big one, okay? You may need to mix it up. I change my environment two or three times a week. I work at the lodge on Mondays. I work in Nashville. Uh, I get to go to Florida and work. I mean, I change my environments, and the change mixes up my prey drive. It's like, all right, now my prey drive is reactivated. Number four, exposure. So what did I say if I lost my prey drive? I get in the room with somebody who's playing at a higher level than me. That reactivates the drive. And number five, embarrassment. And it's not embarrassment like I'm, I want to embarrass you. It's like you going, man, what am I doing? I'm a level 10 person operating at a level four level. Okay, I'm a level 10 dude stuck in a level four opportunity. Or I'm operating at a level four level. Okay. Those are the five activators of prey drive. Okay. So what, what you got to do is you got to figure out what does it for me? What activates my drive? I, all five, all five activate mine, just to be honest with you. But fear is probably not number one activator, which is why I use the the trick of mental subtraction to reactivate my drive. Now, if the economy keeps going like it's going, I ain't going to have to use that trick anymore. <laughs> we need to sell something. I'm going to have to sell something. And so, you know, so so the, the point is, it's just a game, man. It's just a game. Okay? And the game is, how do I flip the switch in me to play at a higher frequency? So your homework assignment this week is I'm going to ask you the same question that I asked the kid. Go back to a time when you were operating at the highest level you've operated at and what were the conditions? Were you in a coaching program? Did you have a coach? Did you have expectation? Did you have an accountability partner? Were you getting up early in the morning? Were you feeding the body, mind, heart, and spirit? Would you have a good relationship with people? What were, what were, what was the environment for the prey drive to be activated? Okay. That's really what you want to think about. And how do I recreate that? So, so when I was thinking this morning about not going to the gym, I reminded myself last night, I'm at my best when I'm at the gym at 5 a.m. And although I don't feel like going, I'm going. Because I know my day is going to be three times more productive than if I don't go. And I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to carry around regret with me all day long because I didn't get my butt out of bed. I'm going to feel guilty. And I don't want to feel guilty. I want to feel proud. I want to feel good. Okay. That's environment number one. Okay. I want to spend time with my kids. That's environment two. Oh, right. I want to, I want to make sure I'm prepared. That's environment three. I want to get out to the lodge. So what I'm doing is I'm going, what are the conditions of success? 
So your assignment's going to be to go back to a time in your life when you were clicking. And let's see if we could restructure your deal to get that prey drive reactivated. Okay. Now, Eric posted a link for the book. Uh, for every person that buys the book, they're going to get a free virtual event with me on January 13th called Activate. It's a full day at the lodge. For people that purchase 10 copies, they're going to get to come in person. And then it goes up for people that purchase 50 copies and 100 copies. And it goes all the way up to 500 copies. And if you get that many, you get to fly on the private jet with me. And I'm only taking five people who do something really cool with me. At 250 copies, you get a lot of things. Coaching for a year. You get a private, a private event with me at the lodge. Just 20 people. You get a concert. I mean, you get uh, personal interest boot camps, tickets to Monster Nation. Like, it's really ridiculous. Uh, but you can order one copy. You can order 10 copies. And the link that Eric posts posted um will will we'll get that book for you it comes out january 31st and they'll get it in your hands within a few days amazon so it'll take you to amazon so you can purchase but we want you to get all the goodies and the prizes and the gifts that come along with purchasing the book and in the book man everything i'm teaching you is in there it's all in there okay it took me two years to write this book and um it's my life's work, so I'm hoping it will activate. So who has a question for me today? So if you want to get the book and help us, we'd, we'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, I've never had a Wall Street Journal bestseller in 17 books, and that is my goal on this one. And to get that, to get that, we got to move about 10,000 copies uh, to hit the Wall Street Journal bestseller list. And so we're really giving away the farm. Uh, somebody asked me today, what did I give them the lodge if they bought 1,000 copies? <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, I don't know if I can give you the lodge, okay? I may give you the lodge to do an event, but I don't know if I can give it to you. But we're giving away a lot to move this book, and uh, we want to make it worth your while. The book alone is worth it, but the, 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 the freebies will be well worth it, okay? Now, uh, what questions do you guys have on reactivation of prey drive? Passion, duty, burden, commitment. You need to use that one. Passion, duty, burden, commitment. We got to come home to commitment. And the commitment's where the courage comes from. The commitment is where the courage comes from. Uh, how do you keep yourself from getting overwhelmed? Overwhelmed is a is a is a is a is a is a mindset. It's very easy in today's world to be overwhelmed because there's too much information. There's two types of overwhelm. One, I don't have enough. And I'm overwhelmed or I got too much and I'm overwhelmed. I believe there is no shortage of opportunity. There's no shortage of money. There is a shortage of outbound activity and there's a shortage of courage and there's a shortage of consistency, but there's no shortage of opportunity in the world today. You may be too dependent on one flow of income or, or, or one, what I say, one, you know, line in the water and you may need to, to diversify that some, but overwhelm is a feeling that there's too much and I can't handle it. I want to change that to where it's like, there's too much. I can't get to all of it. That's what I get mad about. That's what I get overwhelmed at. Man, there's too much opportunity. Can't even get to all of opportunity. So it's a state of mind. Let overwhelm be a second. Don't let it be a day. Have a feeling of overwhelm for a minute, but don't let it have a day. Don't, don't let it be your whole day. I'm overwhelmed, so I don't do anything. Action cures a lot of things, folks. And action is prey drive. Okay. So remember, have a minute of overround, but not a day. Korean, Fernando, what you guys got? 
So I know that our homework is to look at where we're at the top of the game and do all that. But I also am curious, is there, like, does each person have their activator or would you like of their prey drive? And it's, it's like, that's theirs. Or would you say it kind of changes depending upon the season? Or is it kind of like, you know, how everybody has like their, their character traits. Do they have? I think if, I think when you, when you go through the book, you'll see that I actually believe at your core, there is a primary activator of your drive. Then there's probably secondary activators. Mine is fear of loss. I am highly motivated by, by, by losing something for whatever reason. Okay. So I know that is my primary. Now, the others activate the drive, but not as much as that one does. And I, and I take, sometimes I take the feeling of rejection very personal. And that a feeling of rejection really activates a drive in me like you can't imagine. Like somebody thinks I'm not good enough. If, I, if they treat me, if I feel a, a sense of rejection, man, I, that, that prey drive kicks in. In March of 2020, I was losing a quarter of a million a month in the coaching business because I couldn't speak. And there's no speaking engagements. There's it's hard for me to drive leads. And man, that was the best thing that ever happened to me because it activated my prey drive. And so I started studying. Why was it so high? Fear of loss, competition. I had a, an opponent. I had, you know, it's keeping me from getting there. I actually needed that to find another gear. And losing that much money hurt my feelings. So it activated my prey drive like you can't imagine. And my team was like, what happened to you? What got into you? It's like, the prey drive has been activated. Fear of losing everything will activate that prey drive, folks. Okay. Now, I am doing a full day on this. I know Eric will mention this, but I'm doing a full day on November 8th at the Lodge. If you want to come to a full day with me then, where I break it down, and it's really powerful. And then, like I said, if you purchase a book, you get a, you get a, a virtual with me on January 13th. If you purchase 10 copies, you get to come in person to the Lodge on the 13th for the activate event. And we expect that to be a big day. It'd be a packed house of people who have bought books. Uh, and if you, and if you order, you know, in bulk, then, then uh, you get a lot of other specials and it'll show you on the link that Eric sent you what all you get with each level. Okay. Any other questions today? It's perfectly normal to lose your prey drive. Okay, you look at top athletes that you lose it. You look at top entertainers who lose it. You look at some of the best people in the world. They they are fighting the same battles you are. They're tired. They're frustrated. They've had a long obedience in the same direction, and they're looking for something. Some people get it back, and some people never get it back. And that's the problem with some people is they they get knocked down and they stay down. We got to use the knockdown as the breakthrough to the prey drive. Okay, so that's what I want you to do is learn to use negative experiences to activate positive things. Okay, all right. Another episode of Pray Drive for Lunch. Today we covered four cycles of a relationship. We covered the five activators of Pray Drive. We talked about the conditions for Pray Drive to be high in your life. And your assignment is to go back and think about a time in your life where you were on fire. And let's get back to doing the things that, that made you on fire. Okay. And for me, it was being in there every single in that gym in the morning, 5 a.m., whether I feel like it or not, man. That's one of my one of my conditions. Okay. So you guys have a great day. If you need anything, Eric at coachbird.com.
And uh, make sure you click the link. Go ahead and get your pre-order copy. And we can't wait for you to read this book, okay? And write a review for it. Love you guys. Have a great week.